everybody. Welcome to another Awaken Your Wealth. I am Julie Murphy. As you guys know, spent the last 25 years plus as a financial planner, and I have realized we either work things out and act it out through our money, through our health, and through our relationships. And so today I am so happy to have Lynette here because sometimes we don't know how to actually create what we want to create in our lives because we've ignored our own hearts for so, so long that it's like, hmm, anyone feeling these days like uh, you can't really tune in to what it is that you want or who you are because the way you've plugged into the world is not working anymore because it's been on your your ego or your personality or your trauma rejections from your childhood. So I want to remind you guys to please hit that subscribe button, like, and notification bell because we're here to help you create a life that you love. So Lynette, thank you so much for joining Thank you so much for having me. This is really exciting um, to be able to share human design. And it's so interesting because I was speaking with another friend that does um, Reiki and human design as well. And she was telling me that she found some study saying that like only, I want to say 18% of the population knows about human design. And even a smaller percentage of those people that know about it are, are applying it to their life. So, so give everybody... Um, so. I had heard of human design, oh gosh, uh, from one of my mentors probably eight or nine years ago. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you're a manifestor generator. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but sounds right. And um, I've come to learn, first of all, like you're now the third or fourth person that I have met that actually does these appointments with people to help them understand more of their own customized design and who they are and how they plug in the world. And it makes everything just make sense as to why you are the way you are. Because I always say in the financial world, stop trying to become somebody else financially because you can only be who you are. Financially, we have all this shame, blame, guilt, and judgment. And, and you know, Lynette, you even said that right before we got on. You're like, hey, yeah, let's talk, you know? <laughs> and because, because whenever I talk to people, I trigger all the blame, all the guilt, all the judgment and, and, and shame that we've got behind the scenes. And it's like, but why, why? Because you're not doing it somebody else's way. And what I love about human design is you can only do it your way because you're not going to change the way you're wired. And human design gets you to ex totally understand your personal wiring. And then we got to get you to just love the shit out of it. Because mm -hmm. that's who you are, right? Absolutely. So tell, um, tell everybody a little bit more about the human design, because I really think it's an amazing tool. Well, how I like to explain it to people that I sit with um, is that it's your um, energetic blueprint. Mm. And it just is. And it's not even a belief. It's it's the proof. It's you and on this chart. And it has just all these beautiful like circuits and channels and gates and highlights in your life of of who you really are and what you're here to do um in this time that you're here in this in, in this incarnation right. body we like to say our meat suit um but you're right a lot of people um are born and then you know your parents do the best they can right um they they want the best for you they think that you need to you know like be in a certain preschool by a certain age already and it's totally. just this pressure to um, to conform to what society says, you know, like this is what we need to be um, yep. with human design. 
like this is where I would love to get um, a lot of parents on board with mm. younger children to be able to parent their children and their design. Because well, you and I will tell you, I remember reading years ago, um, and then I, I did a lot of work with Deepak Chopra through the years, okay. and he what he wrote in one of his books, as well as I heard him say this in person. He goes, "Could you imagine the world and what it would be like if our education system actually?" focused on everybody's strengths as opposed to telling them you're weak here, here, and here. So fix it and get your grades up. Absolutely. And Deepak said it a lot nicer than that. I'm a little bit more direct. I I know, but (laughs) you're so right though, because school is so um, one style fits all. And then they do these standardizing testing. And then I know for, you know, experience with my son, when he was in school, he would not want to raise his hand um, and ask questions And it's so interesting because these kids are conditioned to think that they are supposed to know all the things Mm -hmm. and everyone is wired so different to learn different ways. Some people have, you know, in human design, you even have people who are more um, left brained and that's, that's active brain. And then you have people who are passive, who are right brained. My son's right brained. I'm right brained as well. I learned from um, interacting with people, um, videos, um, storytelling. I cannot sit and look at a book and take notes. It but just, look at look at the um you know I was just talking with somebody the other day who had said um they have all this internal pain from their childhood because they were like shamed because they had they were an auditory learner and mm-hmm. they back then you know cuz he's in his 50s now and he said you know what um I have, I tried so hard and I could just never produce in this system that was set up. So it's a lifetime of thinking that you're not smart and that you're not good. And because you didn't fit in the box that was created years ago from an educational system. And I found it interesting because I had just gone through something with my daughter at school where the teacher's just like, oh yeah, she's an auditory learner. And, you know, so for auditory learners, this is what we do. And but it's not done in a way that they're like bad or wrong or inefficient. Yes. And I think that's the beauty of what you're saying. So I'll, I'll let you continue. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. Um, yeah, it's just for me, um, I came across human design just two years ago. Um, I had been invited to, a, um, I was supposed to go to Bali and COVID happened. So then that got canceled and I kind of was just like, oh, whatever, I'm just gonna not do anything this summer. And then a friend of mine, you know, had mentioned, hey, I'm going to a retreat in Sedona. Do you want to go? And I had no idea it was a human design retreat. And I said, sure, I'll go to a retreat in Sedona. And so I show up and, and it was so interesting. Molly reminds me of the eat, love, pray. Yes. Like, oh, we're going off. So, so were you doing something like that? You were going to go find yourself on some level? Well, I had actually been doing Kundalini teacher training and I was going to be going with the group and I had actually just gone through a divorce. So it was, uh, it so was you were, of, right. It yeah. was, it was a lot of things. And, and so, um, you know, it just turns out that, you know, spirit had other ideas for me with this. <laughs> and like I show up. That's a beautiful thing, right? So you surrendered. What I love about what you just said is you surrendered into whatever rose because you were being guided somewhere else. That's going with the flow. That's present moment and, awareness. And looking back, like I was so disappointed about the Bali trip being canceled. But, you know, it was like I'm learning now to and I still to this day, you know, have to sit and be like, OK, I got to surrender. I can't 
you know, control. It's not, it's not like what, what is I'm designed for either or any of us really are. We're just here to like flow. Um, But like I went to this retreat and it was so interesting because I had no idea. And then the, the human design reader was there and and she ended up becoming my mentor, but she, you know, she says, Oh, come sit with me and I'm going to do your chart. And I was like, Oh, okay. And so we sit and she shows me my chart and I just look at it because I was like, this makes no sense to me. And she's like, I'm going to make it make sense. So she, I'd never met this woman and she started telling me things about myself. And I was like, are you crazy? Like it was, it was mind blowing. And I was there for four days. So in that four days, what they did at the retreat is they um, acted, they, they interacted with you in your design. And so everybody, like I'm a generator, so I'm designed to respond. So I was asked a lot of yes or no questions. (laughs) That's awesome. And, And you probably felt great because you were in exactly the situation where you thrive. Absolutely. And nobody was shamed. And like one day we were all going to do different, like we'd planned an activity, but then it got kind of like where people were wanting to do different things. So she sat us all down in a circle and came to everybody and asked everybody like, Lynette, do you want to go hiking? And then I was like, yes, you know, mm -hmm." and then she asked a projector, you know, what do you want to go? And it was just interesting to see everybody struggle too with like, like not, wanting because a lot of people struggled and then she came back and asked why are you struggling and a lot of people's answer was because i don't want to upset other people with my decision Mm. because we're conditioned to just go with the flow of what everyone else wants us to do and so that's another beautiful thing about human design is you get to step into this deconditioning process because we're so conditioned our whole life to um to to people please and to do all the things that other people want us to do. Um, or we think that's what we want to do. Because like I said, parents or society, true. you know, like parents, you got to go to college. Or everybody says you need to get married. You need to go to, you know, you need to have a family. How about you have to get the vaccine or you yes. have to Like there's so many examples mm-hmm. um, that... Uh, and, and, and I certainly don't want to get into the debate of what's going on pandemic wise or political. Yeah, I, I have, a, I could say a lot about it as well. It's, it's a little right. bit. And, and to I, me, I, I really feel that what you just touched on is a lot of what we're being called to do mm-hmm. is, um, and I talk about this stepping into, so every person has uh, masculine energy and feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I apply that to finance in my world, Um, that's the difference between finance numbers are always left brain logical and analytical. Mm -hmm. And my industry is forever sitting there going, Hey, but this is how you should manage your portfolio, blah, 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 blah. But years ago I started before I wrote my first book, the emotion behind money. Um, I started to realize, oh my gosh, like we forgot the human component in finance. And that's the feminine aspect because the masculine is the mind. And logically, I can tell you exactly the most financial effective thing to do. But your heart may be going, Aah! you know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Absolutely. which is why I think so many people have a disconnect with their money, because we've been teaching it from a perspective of you have to just do the right thing or you are bad and you are wrong. And and so we're here to, you know, one of the things I'd love for people to get out of this today is that and I always call it, you have to let your freak flag fly. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be exactly who you are. And there is no problem with that. 
Exactly. And you know what, for me, and I will claim my age, I don't care. I'm 48. And, you know, I've been doing this two years. So it's like, it's, I'm still in the deconditioning process, but Mm. I finally am starting to step into who I am. But when I, when I'm doing it, I, I have my old self Mm -hmm. wanting to pull me back. And absolutely. You built these muscles in this Mm -hmm. way of how to plug in the world. Now, you have, you're building, I would say that, um, I I've watched so many of my clients go through this process where it's like you plugged in from your survival mechanisms, from yes. your personality, from the conditioning, from your childhood. And when you start to realize going, wow, I don't know if that's really true for me anymore because anymore. you're starting to wake yeah. up and, and, and we had to, before people would call that the, um, you know, your midlife crisis. And it's, it's not a crisis. It's actually your personality is no longer leading the boat. It's your, your soul is going, hello, this is why you came here. Let's, let's shift this. And so tell people like, as you went to that human design, um, and you've spent the last few years now diving deep into that and your deconditioning, what has shifted now that you know your design? Like how, how did that like crack you open to go into more of that space? So what shifted is, um, and I mean, it's, it's a little not, it's not challenging, but to explain it without a chart, um, there's nine centers. And so you have defined and undefined centers. And in those centers are different numbers, which are gates. And those are all different aspects of your gifts and, and things that you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was um, really more of looking at the um, undefined centers, the open ah. ones of what I was taking in around me. So I have an undefined solar plexus, which is your emotional center. Um, my whole life, I have, and I and I I can I now can identify when an emotion belongs to me, oh. and I used to not be able to do that. I would get hijacked um, with. So you're highly empathic. Yes. Mm. And, um, and so my son is emotional authority, which means he has a defined solar plexus and he tends to put out and, and then my ex-husband as well was emotional authority. Mm. And when I look back, I was, um, a lot just mirroring the emotion. He would come to me and say, what is wrong? Why are you, why are you acting like this? Why are you? And it was him that was, and I would sit there and I would go, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm okay but it was just me mirroring back. So right. for me, um, I have been able to like any open center, like even it was so funny. I want to piggyback when you were talking about money because um, in human design, there's the um, heart center, which is like your will center, your ego. Right. And if you have a undefined ego, it is all about proving yourself. And so you see a lot of people with undefined ego in their chart, which I have one. Um, mm-hmm. You tend to, want to prove, 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 like I got to have the better job. I have to have the better car. Just everything is just proving yourself. And then what's interesting is people with defined identity, like with the, I mean, the ego, they're here to prove themselves. Right. So it's not like they just do the things. My son has a defined ego too. So it's interesting to see these things play out in front of me. And, um, but yeah, it's just those open centers are, um, people, people like to say, oh, it's, it's, it's not fun because you're taking in things when, when you're aware of it, you get to, you sit. don't take them in. 
You don't. And you get to you get to sit right. and, and be like right. observed more than anything. Because so. you increase your awareness. So it, to me, it's about, you know, I always tell my kids, I'm like, hey, guys, I'm just teaching this because I just want to increase your awareness. Because once you're more aware of something, then you may or may not make different decisions. Absolutely. And financially speaking, when I'm, I'm when I'm with clients, I'm like, one of the second step in the process that I work clients through is accepting the reality that you've created financially. Mm-hmm. And because without that acceptance, then you can't actually move on because you have to create the emotional space that you're okay with exactly the version of your finances that you have, because that's all you have. Like no different mm-hmm. than your human design. Like you've created this financial world for yourself that you currently have. And so you have to accept it. And in that acceptance, you accept it by actually choosing to be aware of your financial situation, not, not opening the envelopes or just continuing to slide the credit card. You're not really sure exactly where the balance is it's just <laughs> going up and down. Right. But it's no different than your awareness of that. You have an open solar plex or not. Right. It's the same yes. thing. Yes. And, but it's about just loving the shit out of who you are. Yes. No absolutely. Whether it's your money or your design, your, your human design, like it doesn't matter which part you just have to absolutely Love every ounce of it because that's when you expand and grow and get exactly what you want in life. That's Absolutely. What I- yes. No, I agree. And, and you know, in, in human design, um, we like to say that you're doing a not self behavior. Yeah. So that, you know, that could look like, um, you know, um, like I have an undefined throat as well. And we talked about this because you have the manifester aspects yeah. of the defined throat. You're pulling you're pulling me, you know, being able to speak easier. But when I'm alone, I'm usually very quiet. Or even when I'm in a group, um, I'm very quiet. And so mm-hmm. in human design, when you have an undefined throat, the not self would be um, speaking just to speak, to get right. attention because they might not see me, they might not hear me. So you have to just, you know, so now I'm le- I've learned that because I used to do that in the past. I look back and I was like, wow, I was... Um, just saying things to say things because I was like, pay attention to me. You know, they, people might not notice me. And so now I just sit and kind of observe, or like, like I said, if I have something to say, I will say totally. Even when I met you, it was interesting because, um, you know, and I work in an industry where I do have to show up and talk to people, but, um, it was easy to talk to you. So Mm. it was, it was interesting what you pulled out. (laughs) Yeah. I, 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 you know, I tend to, go right for, I just sense exactly where a person is and, um, and then just start to let that flower. Right. And, and come out. And so, and you had also said a couple buzzwords that I was like, Oh, she gets this. She's got like, like <laughs> I need to talk to her more. Cause like my higher self, cause when you become more aware and that puts you more in alignment with your higher self. And mm-hmm. when you do that, you hear more of the guidance. And, you know, it's funny. I used to laugh all the time. My mom is super Catholic and I, I'm not super Catholic. Mm-hmm. And, but um, I have come to learn that, ew, like my mom would say like, well, that's the Holy Spirit guiding you, Jewel. Like that's what mom would say. And I'd be like, yeah, whatever, mom. I'd be like, what are you talking about? But now I'm at this place where I'm going, oh, I really kind of get that. Because it was the Holy Spirit. <laughs> when you actually stop the noise that's around you, you actually can hear. It's it's almost like 
your higher self talking to yourself. And I don't care whether you call it the Holy Spirit, the universe or whatever. To me, it's semantics, but it's about the fact that you're getting a message that you know is something that you're supposed to follow. Absolutely. And, and most of us override that. Yes. And, and when we don't understand like our human design, like you're, you're more likely to override it than not, you know, like, so, so talk a little bit about how someone comes to you, right? Cause you'll, you'll map out somebody's human design, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that's what you do with people. And um, that's why I wanted to have you on today because I really feel like this is a tool you know, I wrote down as we were talking, because I'm in the finance world, I'm like, okay, I am going to make sure that business leaders and executives see this because we have in the business world, lots of um, tools to monitor and measure personalities, right? But human design is way more effective, I think, than many of those other ones that are out there. Absolutely. If somebody were to come to you and they say, okay, so walk somebody through the process of what that's like. So usually what we just need is, you know, of course, name, birthday, year, um, the time they were born and city, state or country, because some people are born in other countries. Um, So what I do is I get that information. I have an app I use. um, It pulls up their chart. And so for me, like I like I said, I'm a two four. Um, Also, I'm not designed to plan. Um, Mm -hmm. What I do before I do a reading is um, I usually try to, you know, if someone wants a reading, I want at least like a week in advance. So I can, two weeks is great too, but a week works. Um, I will look at their chart, see their, their type, their profile, just all the, those first things. And then I go in and I just start looking at all the centers and the gates and, and I don't like, it's so interesting. I don't study it. I just look at it and I kind of like, let whatever comes through to me because I also have an undefined head and Anja. So I am not designed to think I'm Mm -hmm. here to just um, take what comes through because a lot Mm -hmm. of times people with undefined heads are picking up on other people's stuff. Right. And so you're always like questioning things and, and that's not how you're designed if you um, have an undefined head. So I, I just have this process, like I said, and I do take a little bit of notes, but I just really look at it. And it's almost like this, um, I want to, it may sound lame, but like this like little romantic, like dance with it. And, and it's exciting before it pops up on the screen. When I plug it all in, I'm just like, oh, what's it going to be? And then it pops up and I'm like, ah, and most of the time I kind of have an idea of what people are. Right. If I've met them and I've been around them a little bit. Yep. And so once we sit in the, um, in the session, the first session is um, more, I like to do the introductory of just explaining um, a little bit about human design, which there is a more scientific, you know, explanation. And to be honest, I am a right brain person. So I don't go into the scientific part of it. We can read that on the internet. Right. And I do provide that information if they want it. And I will give a little backstory, but um, I'm more about just letting them know it's your blueprint. This is you. These are your gifts. These are tools. These are things that you get to, you know, explore and and kind of look at it and say, is this really what I because a lot of people tend to be going against their their chart. Right. And that's the <laughs> OK. So from a money perspective, what I have found is that. That is why we stay in financial survival and we keep recreating suffering patterns financially, whether it's 
debt cycles or giving money away cycles to other people before you take care of yourself. Or And, and I don't care if you're a multimillionaire or if you only make 30 grand a year. The patterns are actually the same. You just have more or less zeros. Yes. And that's what's fascinating to me. Like pe people who don't have money always think that once they have money, then it's going to fix itself. And it actually doesn't. <laughs> yes. People don't feel like that's true, but it's not. And um, so that that's fascinating to me that because... If you go to the Eastern philosophy, you know, we, you have the chakra systems, right? So mm -hmm. you have, we have our seven chakras. So I find that when people are going against themselves, like in their chart, like you're talking about human design, that means that they have some blockages in chakras one, two, and three. And mm -hmm. because they can't get to their expansion until they clear whatever they're holding on to. So I would bet in human design and certainly any insights would be great, like, that um, that you're going against yourself because you have a block or you have some resistance that you're in like some old conditioning or old patterning, and that's why you're going against yourself. It's it's because your outside world must match you, what's going on inside. So if mm -hmm. you have energetic blocks inside, you're going to go against yourself, and then you're actually going to create the suffering patterns financially in relationships or you know in your health. Absolutely. And in human design, there's nine centers. Oh, cool. Tell us more about that. Instead of the seven. So, um, but just backtracking, like I just, I go in and, and do tell them about all the energy types because a lot of people too have come to me. Oh, I just want to know about myself. And it's kind of interesting because I tell them, but you're walking around in the world with other people and you're working with other people and you have family. So it's important. I feel, I believe actually for you to know about all of the energy types and all the profiles, because you're coming in contact with all these people. And especially if it's right. like family or friends and you want their, and they have their chart done too, then you know how to interact with that person right. and honor them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, we just go through all that, all the, like I do the, the centers, like talk about when they're defined, undefined. And, um, and then we sometimes get a little bit into the gates but that is a little bit more deeper dive. So um, what are these I, nine centers? Can you kind of uh, frame it a little bit? For yes. people? Like, what are those nine? Yeah. So the nine centers are the head, mm -hmm. the anja, which is like third eye awareness center, um, throat, um, your identity center. Mm -hmm. Then you have the ego heart over to the side of the identity center. Then you have your sacral, which is yep. like the energy battery. And then you have the spleen. Mm-hmm. And then you have the root. Gotcha. I love it. So the love two it, extras that are in human design are the identity center and then the um, the spleen. So how do how do those two help to drill down more, if you will? Are those the ones that play havoc with people? They don't play havoc with people. And so what's interesting too is um, in human design, you have a strategy. What's called a strategy and authority. Mm -hmm. So for instance, I, like I said, I'm a generator, but I'm a pure generator. So I'm a sacral, um, my strategy and my authority is like to respond. So it's my sacral that gives me the energy to do the task or to answer the question. So like when right. you, when you asked me if I wanted to do this, I, it was a, uh-huh, like I, I had no hesitation, 
But I think back to times when people ask me to do something and as simple as even Lynette, do you want to go to sushi? Right away, I know. Mm -mm. But there's times I, I say yes, and I don't really want to go, then I go and I'm frustrated. And I'm just like, I didn't want to come to sushi. I didn't listen to my strategy and authority. And so with this, so some people um, have their spleen as their, their like, their thing. And that would you that's um, in a usually a manifester or a projector. They have a splenic authority. And so it is in, in the thing with the spleen, it only whispers once. So you have to be very in tune with it. Ah, yes. Then some people are um, their authority is their ego. Right. And those people are usually um, just manifestors and they're just here to like get the thing done. Like, yep. Impact, move on, impact, move on. They're just, they're here to to initiate and get things done. And so people with, with the, the ego authority are very business-like and very like matter of fact. And they're, they're very successful people because everyone I've met, that's a manifester, especially when they just have like the throat to the, the ego, they're quick. And yeah, it's, it's interesting to watch now. I'm almost thinking, Lynette, that we should maybe do a part two for everybody to where I have you do my chart and then we can show people some of this. I like, would love that. Yes. We can we can share the screen and like illustrate and going, OK, these are the kind of things that you find out about yourself. And and uh, that that would be great. So uh, yes. stay tuned for part two then. Uh, <laughs> like to play some more, Lynette, because I just think sometimes it's good for people to actually see it. And, you know, today I wanted to really introduce people to this tool because I've seen it really help a lot of people because it, it helps to, you know, I always talk about, you know, my first book, The Emotion Behind Money, I talk about how you have to remove all that shame, blame, guilt, and judgment. Mm-hmm. And the only way you do that is you just start to own more of who you are and it's okay who you're not. Yes. And, you know, I started to realize like for myself, I'm a disruptor. <laughs> I disrupt everything. You know, I literally, and I even realized recently because Einstein proved that we are all, everything's energy and energy are energy, right? So I realized that I carry such high energy and high vibration light that I walk into a room, I don't even need to open my mouth anymore. And I still provoke everybody in the room. Yes. You know, for years, I suffered about that because people would be like, oh, she's here again. And it's only because I'm provoking their shit. She's you know? here again. I love it. So are you are you a manifesting generator or a manifester? Um, I'm pretty sure it's a manifesting generator, but okay. it has been like 10 years since I've had it done. Yeah. So that's that why this will you, be fun going you, through it together. <laughs> it, it makes sense that you, you're a manifesting generator. Definitely. Like just watching you operate too. Like yeah. when you talk and in the whole, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And it, that's what's so for those of you who are leaders, whether it's leader in your family or in business or a manager at work, whatever, when you do these with other people, like let's just say you do it with your friends, you know, and you each do it or your spouse, I, I that gives huge insights. If you're married, like yes. unbelievable insights about each other. And um, you kind of go, Oh, and, and then, then especially for us ladies, we have to realize you can't change anybody, right? Like when we're younger, us women like to try to, you know, influence. I, I, I always laugh. I, I'm the second oldest of 12 children and I have eight younger brothers. And oh every time one of them got married and somebody married in the family, all these young women 
would try to like change the whole family. And me and my older sister would be like, here's another one trying to come in and change. Like, yeah, it's like, good luck. <laughs> right. Like when you're older, you're like, okay, I get it. But when you, when you start to really understand who people are and just respect them for who they are and let that be, whether you're working with those people, like I'm sure everyone who's watching is there's people that drive you absolutely nuts at work. But if you start to understand that they can't be anything but that, and you kind of go, okay, well, now I know why they're triggering me because this is mine mm -hmm. and this is theirs are. And then you start to understand the tools of how to work through that. Absolutely. And, you know, to piggyback off what you said about Einstein and energy, it's like with human design, um, energetically, that's, you know, when you come into contact with somebody and all the energy types have different auras. So mm -hmm. we are like, I'm a, you know, you and I both have a um, open and um, enveloping aura. So mm -hmm. we sample and people actually fill, fill us, but in a way that's very inviting. Mm -hmm. um, and some of the other types, you know, like a manifester, just a manifester, they're very um, like impactful and repelling. So mm -hmm. when they come around people, people feel very like, oh, and people step away from them because right. they're because manifestors, like I said, are here to like do a job, like to impact and initiate. Right. And so they're here to like knock down walls, literally. And so right. if anyone's in their way, that's people feel that. Um, <laughs> and, and so and so what's interesting is like with defined and undefined centers, your defined centers are what are what you're putting out and people are experiencing you. And when you have the undefined, it's what you're taking in. So right. you're just energetic. We're all energetically doing this dance all the time with people. And we don't understand. Like I always tell people, I'm like, okay, think about this. You walk into a room and it's like a luncheon or something or a dinner. And you instantly know like, oh, I'm going to stay away from there. And oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to go over here. Like this is the stuff that's happening in our energy fields around us because we're already staking it out, right? And and this is yeah. where we can take this kind of a tool like human design and then effectively use it in your world so that you can start to understand that it's not just uh, it, no. it's not about anybody else in the room. It's just about you understanding and having the awareness. And I like to even say add, add another thing is it's not personal and right. I'm still, and I'm still learning that at times. And the I get, to, right? and, and, when, and when I do feel that, like you said, I get triggered or I will sit with it and be like, what in me is, is happening and coming up that I see in that person that's in me. But it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's just being able to take responsibility for, um, yourself and to, and to look at people and say, you know what, they're different than me and it's okay. Right. And, and, and to even drop the shame of feeling like a bad person when you're like, I don't like that person. And it's absolutely okay that you're kind of going, I now do that because I, I, trust me, with all the Catholic guilt that I grew up with, I got it. But, I was ca raised Catholic too, so I understand. So, so <laughs> I always say, you know, if somebody I know I just need to not spend that time with because I'm like going, oh boy, can't do it. Mm -hmm. And I just go, I go, sending you lots of love and light. And I actually told that to my 10 year old daughter the other day. I said, you know, these girls are driving me crazy. I go, just understand you are like your mom. You walk in and you just trigger people. Mm -hmm. Sorry, honey. You're just wired like your mom. And I said, so what you do, turn it into a positive. Don't have it be a negative. And I go, just send them. I said, send them love and light. And you don't have to verbally tell them just like in your mind, say, I wish you all the best. Yes, absolutely. Especially when they 
piss you off, right? <laughs> it's like, I know. Then you're Definitely. shifting you because what that is is it's shifting you. It's not really about the other person. It's about shifting you. And, um, you know, you were talking about don't personalize. I think this is a real big thing these days. And um, I just like to tell people, like, one of the best things that um, I've ever read on this is The Four Agreements by yes. Don Miguel Ruiz. I have. Because- I always, I've always printed it out and have had it at workstations or on my bathroom mirror because yeah. just remembering. And, you know, it's so interesting, too, like, talking about, like, um, you know, personalizing and shame. So even in human design with the gates, which also are called gene keys, there's a whole nother study. Like when you step outside, there's a gentleman named Richard Rudd who did a book called Gene Keys. And so you could dive deep into just the gene, your gate studies. Right. So gates and gene keys are the exact same thing, but he just took them and broke them down and did three parts to them. So he did like the shadow, the, um, Mm -hmm. the gift and the city. And like, it's so amazing to look at it because you get to look at the shadow and you can recognize it. Like those times, like I started doing my GK study and I looked at like, I have gate one, which is gene key one. And the shadow is entropy. Mm -hmm. And I've experienced that my whole life of the depressive, very, um, you know, like sad, melancholy, like just being in a space of like, oh gosh, I feel so horrible. And both my ex-husbands wanted to fix it and, and would be like, stop being sad. Don't be sad. And Richard Rudd said, because I listened to, to a lot of his stuff because that's how yep. I'm designed to learn. Yep. I will read it, but I listened to his stuff. And he talked about when you're in it, if somebody tries to pull you out of it before it flows through, then it you're just- You're conflict. Exactly. And that's what was happening. So now when I feel something, even if it is- a low vibrational feeling. Right. I don't try to say, why am I feeling this way? I don't want to feel this way. I feel it and I sit in it and it might take a day. It might take three days, but I do what I need to do to let it flow and and leave me. And, or I reach out to people and I used to sit in shame and think that there was something wrong with me. But that's the acceptance feeling. piece that I was talking about, right? Mm-hmm. The second step I walk people through financially if you just accept that this is how you need to process stuff because that's the way you're wired, all of a sudden you kind of go, well, that's your mastery. Mm-hmm. That's your mastery. You are totally learning and, and practicing and experiencing moving energy and information through you so that it doesn't get stuck so you can expand and grow as to whatever it is that your soul came here to do. Exactly. And that's another thing with human design. It even goes into... Um, so what's really cool about it is has, it has your, um, two dates. So your design date, when certain gates came and were imprinted in you, in your Mm -hmm. mother's womb, and then there's when you're born. And so like, there's two sides to it. There's your personality and your, you know, your, um, so on the chart, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. This is the open head thing. Um, you're witnessing it right now. Um, It's kind of funny when um, I used to say with my mentor and that would happen. We would be talking <laughs> and we would be like, wait a minute, what was I saying? Or the wrong, in- the wrong information is coming through. In the chart, you have, uncon- you have conscious and unconscious. So it's like personality, mind. Like right. the personality is you know who you are. Then the other unconscious is like things that have been hidden. Mm. And then when you start looking at your chart and learning about it, it's like, what? And then it does start to resonate. It's so interesting. That is awesome. 
This is like so incredible. So if you were to, um, if you have a couple things that you want to leave people with, what would that be? Oh gosh. (laughs) A couple, or if there's anything that just pops in. Um, for me, it's, um, I mean, even if you don't explore human design, just, um, sit with yourself and honor who you are and don't let society, um, you know, tell you who you should be or what you should be. And like you said, fly your freak flag, just be like, be you. Right. Um, because I know that for a long time I didn't, I wanted to show up a certain way because I wanted to be liked or accepted. And, you know, I mean, I still want to have friends and everything, but I will show people who I am and, and I'm learning now not to have attachment. And that's right. one of the, like probably one of the number one things I'm working on right now. So that's something I'd like to share is like, do your best to not have attachment to things, even people or expectations. Or I tried to look at it as um, it came into my life for a reason and, and it stayed as long as it needed to. And then it flowed out. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm saying this, but believe me, I still struggle and and have these moments of like, you know, why the whys, but I guess right. it's just not having attachments and learning to surrender. Well, and again, that goes back to the fact that you're moving the stuff out of survival, you know? So, so what I would say to you on the money front, that as you continue to do that, you know, watch your financial stuff expand because what happens is that when you align with who you are, more money follows because money is actually just the result of it. Okay. Because even if somebody temporarily, people say, well, yeah, well, this guy's an asshole and he's a billionaire of Amazon or whatever. Like you pick whomever. And I go, yes, but he just got divorced and half of his net worth just went out the door. Yes. (laughs) So it's like we call in these crises to create a shift. I mean, even look at, um, you know, uh, the Microsoft, I'm sorry, his name is totally. Oh, Bill, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, right. Same thing. Net worth went out the door, right? Because he got divorced. And yeah. so, because when you're not aligned with your authentic self in who you are, then the money is going to leak out somewhere into a leaky container. I love that because I'm going to tell you, I'm like, I feel like I'm in more in alignment than I was a year ago. And I know I still can get in, you know, more alignment. And I've been able to identify that when I'm not in alignment. And then, and when I'm not in alignment, um, my life gets unmanageable. Mm. And a little mess. How how does somebody reach you to, uh, if they want to do their human design chart and have a coach help them through that, how do they find you? So right now I do not have a website, which I want to work on, um, but I do have an Instagram so I can be reached on my Instagram or even my Facebook. Um, Mm -hmm. And my Instagram is my name. So it's Lynette, it's um, L-E-N-E-T-T-E-06. And then on um, Facebook, it's just Lynette Michaels. Beautiful. And 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 you can can send requests. Yeah. I absolutely look forward to us getting to the next place and just want to remind everybody to hit that uh, subscribe button notification bell because the next time Lynette and I are on, then you can find out. All right. (laughs) And uh, we will talk to you all soon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for having me. You're welcome.